<laughs> Not only the worst Vikings home loss since 1963, but the largest road victory for the right Cowboys now. in their history. I thought this was a Saturday hey, show. Eric, yeah, you're right. That's tomorrow. So I'm sorry. I got to shift gears. <laughs> yeah, and I can't be like perfect. Vikings fans. They're the people That's who relish in others' failures. We don't do that. We're better than that up here. I don't do that. I know. I'm just saying that your kind often does. You're, you know what? <laughs> said the Packers fan to a Vikings fan. Now. Seriously. I've been making venomous towards you all <laughs> now. I've been really cordial. Like, there's crazy, <laughs> wild inner bitch bag in me. It's going to come out now. <laughs> Gloves are off. Fucking right. Karate chop somebody. Cobra Kai. Crane kick. <laughs> Johnny's going down. That's right. Sweep the leg. Did we Sweep discuss? The Sweep the leg. But Sunset. Sweep the leg. No mercy. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric. John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. And thank you for those reviews. They help more than you even know. So keep them coming. Len Estrada said, love this show already and click the five-star rating. I bet it took her 15 seconds out of her day. Think about the stuff you spend 15 seconds doing. Talking to the cashier at the gas station who's always a little too chatty, staring into your fridge while you say, um, typing out and then not posting an inflammatory reply on Facebook, waiting at a left turn arrow when it's red, even though there's no oncoming traffic. You know, that's the biggest waste of time. All these things, so many things you waste 15 to 20 seconds doing when you could just be leaving us a review. That's just an observation. I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just saying I've heard people say those who don't leave five-star reviews aren't doing their part. I'd never say that. I love everyone, even the people who haven't left a review yet, because I believe people can change. It says here, do introductions. That makes sense. Angela is here. John is here. Chris is over there, making sure the, uh, the show stays on the road between the lines, shoveling the coal. Yeah. Driving the rig. I, I think I'm going to work driving the rig into the circulation. Angela, what do you think about that? How are you doing? I like that. That sounds great. He can be our pro professional. Put the pro into professional driving the rig. Yep. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Keeping the rig rolling. Is that it? Yeah. Is that the thing? Uh, I like yeah. it. John, how's Colorado? Do you got 10 feet of snow like uh, Buffalo? Uh, not 10 feet, but we got some snow. It's been nice. Time to hit Are you the a slopes? snowman, you snow angel guy? Do you do the snow angel thing, snowman thing? First snow, uh, anything crazy? Like no, that? that was a punishment at my friend's giving. Um, <laughs> but I did not lose, so I did not do that. Uh, and it's almost slope season, yeah. Slope season, bro. Is that what the cool guys call it? Is that what I would? I should call no, it. No, they I say uh, this will actually go full circle. They say let's ride, which is why <laughs> Russell Wilson said that, and now it's more like let's cry. Oh, it is. He tried to he tried to uh, appeal to the ski community. I'm yeah. sorry. Hold up. If you say, what was it, John? Let's ride. The other one. Slope, slope season. Cry. You can slope only season. say slope season if your fucking name is Todd. 
Yeah. Right? Only a Todd would fucking say it's slope season, bro. bro yeah, okay, I still, Todd. Wait, yeah, I, I wouldn't say Todd that ranch with my fucking I, French fries, Todd. Yeah, I wouldn't and say that, that on my own volition. Eric said it. I wanted to reinforce <laughs> that it's quote unquote <laughs> slope season. <laughs> and Todd only says absolved. slope season because he can't say the word cocaine in front of his girlfriend. <laughs> oh my goodness! Speaking of substances, I found a new way to marathon. It is well known that smoking cigarettes hinders running performance but on november 6th one runner at the Xinyang marathon in jiandi china might think differently a runner who goes by the nickname uncle chen he's just uncle chen any article i looked he's just uncle chen made headlines after he ran a marathon in three hours and 28 minutes while chain smoking a pack of cigarettes last week the photos of chen smoking went viral on the popular chinese social media app weibo then the marathon organizer celebrated his achievement by sharing his finishing certificate. He finished 574th overall, three hours, 28 minutes, 45 seconds out of nearly 1,500. So he was in the top third. And this was not the first time 50-year-old runner from, ooh, I'm not even going to try that one, a place in China, was photographed smoking during a marathon. Photos of <laughs> Uncle Chen. Oh lighting it up surfaced from the 2018 marathon and in 2018. 2019 in 2018 he ran three hours 36 minutes and then 2019 three hours 32 minutes so apparently uh also he happens to be an ultra marathoner who runs distances of 50 kilometers in 12 hours hmm. wow <laughs> just burning darts i saw a picture <laughs> of this guy he just looks like a skinny old dude just full you know 80 percent of a cigarette hanging out of his mouth is there a chance those things are laced with something that might allow him to Ooh, keep on keeping on? Like, yeah. Just guessing or wondering? Just get speed in there. Ah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's funny that you have to say that. In 2018, he was also photographed with a cigarette. I feel like every <laughs> every photograph of him since he's been 12, he's had a cigarette in his mouth. He's one of those guys. It's like uh, Dale from King of the Hill. Just, oh my gosh, hanging from his lip, like hanging off the lip. Yep. He's probably been Uncle Chen since he was about 20, too. Yeah. Because yeah. he looked like he was 35. Right, he's got that smoker skin. <laughs> That's actually a good time, too. I right? ran a half marathon a couple oh of years God, back, and it was the it. most miserable experience of my life. Um, and uh, he his mile time was much, much faster than mine. But did you get the, do you have the 13 and a half on the back of your vehicle? No, I'm not. Oh, a douche. oh why even do it then? <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty sure they then laugh you... at people who do that in Colorado. This is the most extreme workout people. They'd probably oh, scrape yeah. that off with an ice scraper. Oh. Yep. They're doing yoga while they ski. They do <laughs> at altitude. That's yeah, right. at altitude. Work out at altitude or recover at sea level or whatever. Sea level. Yeah, that's, that's working right. out great. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is crushing it. So maybe you want to work out at sea level and recover at altitude. I don't know. I'm With not a, a doctor. Yeah. I am a gambler. And here's a story that's near and dear to my heart. In the Rams versus Cardinals game last week, a guy had a three-leg prop bet parlay, $25 to win $1,000. All he needed was the Cardinals to win, which they did win pretty easy. James Conner to score a touchdown. That coordinates coordinates coincides 
with a Cardinals win. That makes sense. If if he scores a touchdown, they'll win. Those two came through, and then the third leg was a Cardinals defensive touchdown, which he probably thought he had for a second. J.J. Watt picked up a fumble and walked right into the end zone after a sack. However, referee and hater of fun, Cleet Blakeman, Blew the call dead despite there being no penalty on the play. So the touchdown comes off the board. They have to replay the down. Our friend's ticket is completely worthless. Or is it? He then posted a screenshot of it to Twitter and tagged Watt, who said, quote, Yeah, you got screwed. We both did. Send me your address. I got you. So he at least paid out the $1,000. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was like five or ten times that. Because that's just mm-hmm. who J.J. Watt is. Yeah. He's crazy. He is the crazy. Hey, send me your info. I got you, guy. Like, there's so many stories of him doing that stuff. Yeah, you're right. He's he does this on a regular does. basis, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's amazing. What a guy. What and do you we need? Probably only what hear about five percent of them. We need to contact JJ Watt. What do we need? Yeah, Have we're we been egregiously screwed in any way recently. <laughs> we're centrally located in Wisconsin. I mean, he should want to help right. us out. For homies, I could throw a rock to Pewaukee from here. <laughs> Hmm. We could really Is just Pewaukee say we an actual town. You oh yeah, Pewaukee weird. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we got Pewaukee, Milwaukee, Wanakee, Kiwasaki, Wasaki. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Waukesha. I like when national national um, news people have to say one of our towns, and they say like Waukesha, Akinamawak. Right. Right. It does look like Akinamawak, so I you know. Yeah, I guess. Speaking of athletes and gambling, this Yasiel Puig story just popped up. I think all Yasiel Puig is a Central American Pete Rose. He was betting on games in which he played, but then he took it to the next level by lying to federal agents about betting on games in which he played. Uh, This from (laughs) betcompanies.net. Puig, who currently is a right fielder for the Kiwoom Heroes in South Korea. Hey, I know them. I bet on them at 5 a.m. (laughs) <laughs> he agreed to pay a fine of at least $55,000 and make an initial appearance in a U.S. district court. He said, under the system of justice, no one is above the law. Said, United States Attorney Martin Estrada, the integrity of our nation's criminal justice system depends on people telling the truth, and those who fail to abide by this simple principle must face the consequences. He got here when- via drug cartel. Yeah, he's still paying those guys, from what I understand. He's he's probably got he'll, a lot of debts still. He'll never even know he made an insane guys. amount of money in the MLB. But uh, whatever, I, this guy just can't really stay out of trouble, can he? He can't stay no, out of his own way. Him. When given the opportunity to be truthful about his involvement with Nix's gambling business, he must have been just talking directly to the book and saying, "Here's how many runs we're going to score tonight." Not just betting on the key womb heroes to win and then winning. Um, he's got special agents in charge named Tyler Hatcher after him. If you got special agents in charge who know your name, you got problems. Um, totally. Lying to federal I've... agents is a serious offense. That <laughs> HSI Los Angeles acting special agent in charge, Eddie Wang. Oh, you get an <laughs> acting special agent in charge. You are fucked. Named Wang. <laughs> yeah. Los Angeles and our partners will actively pursue those that seek to hinder the fair administration of justice. I think he's going to go to jail over this one. It sounds like, I don't know. He committed his crimes in, in Korea. This book is in, I'm not sure where it's America, I guess if IRS people are looking into it, 
Yeah. Maybe when he pleads his case, he can assert his dominance and try to influence people by breaking a bat over his knee while he's talking. <laughs> really drive it home. <laughs> That's a very good way to win a negotiation. It's a very persuasive right. move. Right. I mean, people then, understand you mean business. You snap a bat over your knee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he did it when he played baseball for the Dodgers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Real temper on that guy. He's like Machado yeah. level annoying. Yeah. See, oh, yeah. It does not bother me to see him going to going to jail, possibly. I think that'll be just the kind of humbling experience he needs. Speaking of humbling experiences, boy, I'm just on fire with the segues. Xavier <laughs> McKinney, Giants cornerback, was the league leader in consecutive snaps, played for a defensive player. He had played 100% of the plays in every single game since week three of last year. For the Giants, a defensive leader, one could say. The Giants had their bye a couple weeks ago, and Xavier went down to Cabo, as one does. Who among us could fault this successful, hardworking young man for taking a nice tropical vacation? Nobody. (laughs) Where he fucked up was the decision to rent ATVs. I don't claim to be an expert on tourism, but Cabo feels like the kind of place where a $100 bill expands the area one could explore in the ATV. Uh, Whatever happened out there, he injured his hand to the point it needed surgical repair. It was McKinney himself who com- confirmed the injury news. He took to social media to announce he would be missing some of the team's upcoming games. I went away to Cabo. While there, I joined a guided sightseeing tour on ATVs. Unfortunately, I had an accident and injured my hand. The injury cool. will keep me sidelined for a few weeks. It sounds like his agent <sighs> typed that tweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then the Giants just went out and got I their mean. ass kicked today, didn't they? They did. Man. They did. That was a weird one. Bummer. That sucks. We'll get we'll we get to the up. weird Sunday tomorrow, but yeah. Yeah, that would be extensive. We're talk about and, and you hate to see it. I bet Dayball was up in his face. Oh, oh Lord week. have mercy. Do you think it was a fight in real life? Man. No. I don't know, I, hand. Like if you're taking those guided tours, sometimes and I've taken a guided tour in a sketchy country. Of course he has. Sometimes they <laughs> there's a lot of things they ask you to do where you're like, they would never ask us to do this in America. There'd be a lawsuit right away. So I'll I was, give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, John never worries about it. You know what? No. The only thing I am worried about <laughs> is getting a loner. Yeah. Don and Cabo, you're at serious risk of that at all times. Yep. I saw some oh, pictures true. though. There were some rocky outcroppings and whatnot that it looks like maybe one could tumble over that. Maybe something got pinned or I don't know. You know, you play cornerback. Your hand is so fucked up. You can't. I mean, I guess you need surgery. That's just yikes. club it up and punch. Do the peanut yeah. punch. <laughs> Hell, wear a club. Yeah. What are Aaron we doing? Rogers, when his thumb is broken, ask him. <laughs> How dangerous are <laughs> Yeah. That's what he needs. Maybe he'll heal him right up. Rogers is all about those natural remedies. He would probably tell you to stretch. Dude, I need surgery. Look at my hand. My pinky is pointing the wrong direction. Have you considered stretching? Try water. You centered your chakra. How's your chakras? Are they even close to centered? Maybe your finger will straighten out if you do that. <laughs> How dangerous are these Los Cabos ATV tours? With the injury to Xavier McKinney, many people on social media started to question the safety measures that are followed by Los Cabos ATV tours. What? Why? I'm sure they're above reproach. Uh, a representative from a popular ATV company 
in Los Cabos explained on TripAdvisor how their company tries to limit the risk at which tourists are put in during these hours, saying, to ensure the maximum experience for all of our guests on this adventure, we do a practice round before the tour begins. During said round, our guides identify those who seem more comfortable riding the ATVs and can go at a higher speed to those who are wary of the vehicles and are more hesitant. Yeah, you see who's terrible. The instructor stays with them. And you say, all right, you guys obviously got it. You must own ATVs or whatever. You go ahead. And McKinney was in that group. And he said, watch this, boys. There was probably a watch this involved. <laughs> right. Oh, and then lessons. what? Like, you possibly land at a cactus. Where's the nearest doctor? Like, how many minutes away is he? How are we getting to said doctor? You got to ride back on an ATV with your <laughs> hand all. Yeah. <laughs> they had him oh, on like a sled. Just bumping. <laughs> Bump after bump. Your hand is fucked up to the point it needs surgical repair. There's bones yeah. rubbing against each other and so yeah. forth. Oh, man. We surgeon. No, thanks. Mm. No. <laughs> no. Dude. My dad broke his ankle at like point. a half mile into the woods once when I was about 14. That was a nightmare. I don't know. Breaking your hand out in the middle of Cabo. That sounds rough. like a harrowing tale where Eric stepped up to the plate and became a man that day. No. Well, I guess. I, mean, I guess I helped the guy back to the truck. Drug his dad back to the truck and yep. sutured him up. Wait, but did you did you <laughs> yep. bump did you bump his ankle at any at any time no. where he might scream and swear at you because you bumped his ankle trying no. to that, I mean no, that's a pivotal moment where you're pass, passing the torch to your son. Son, I'm gonna need you to be a man today. Not till mom got all those beers I truck. had. <laughs> they had me driving the trucks around already a couple years before that. So I was I was ready and prepared for the task. Get all the uh, beer cans out of the truck. Yep. Yeah, or at least away from within reach. I mean, throw them in the truck bed. We're fine. No. There's, I mean, laws are just suggestions up there. There's one cop per every 50 square miles. How did we get here? Did Matt Stafford have a concussion? <laughs> this is the second one of these. Did he really have a concussion situations in the post to a hit era? Stafford was in the concussion protocol. He's now cleared concussion protocol. He played today. And then I think he left again with another concussion. It's unclear if he ever had this concussion when asked about it. Coach Sean McVay said, you know, he's a guy you'd assume is pretty plugged into the situation. He said that has not yet been communicated to me when asked if this concussion had been confirmed by anyone. Um, his, his head injury was not known to the public until Wednesday, last Wednesday, when McVeigh announced that he had been placed in concussion protocol. He didn't say he had one, just said he was in the protocol. And this is two days after, you know, their game with the Buccaneers. I don't know if he all of a sudden two days later said he didn't feel good or... Do we know less about concussions now than we did before? <laughs> when asked about his concussion, Matt Ryan, <laughs> shit, we'll have to edit this. When asked about his concussion, Matt Stafford said, who's Matt Stafford? Yep. I don't know anybody named concussion. I just love being in Detroit. <laughs> what seems to Go be the officer problem? Go Lions. Where's Barry? <laughs> One pride. <laughs> Where's Barry? Oh, we got some stuff going on at the World Cup. I don't know what's happening with the scores, but uh, they've gone Guitar back on their lost. pledge. Can we just say that going back a few uh, episodes that I Eric did bring this story to attention that this was going to be he an did. absolute dumpster fucking fire. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, guess he what? Did. Here we are. Let's talk about it. <laughs> this is a bit was of a Was he mess, right or was he wrong? Well, Here's it turns out 
Uh, Qatari authorities appear to have overruled FIFA, soccer's global governing body and owner of the World Cup, and Budweiser, a longtime <laughs> FIFA sponsor. Uh, for months, FIFA, Budweiser, and Qatar seem to have found a middle ground agreement that alcoholic beer would be sold within stadium compounds around the perimeter arenas, but not in concourses. But they seem to have changed their mind. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, they World went Cup from they were going to have designated boozing areas or something, or or yeah. drunken people were going to the designated area, and we were like, what could possibly go wrong? Yep. Apparently, they ran those numbers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they played the respect our culture card. Um, well, well yeah. you've got a very unique culture that abides yep. by different rules than 90% of the rest of the world. So there's expectations people have yep. while watching Qu- their the home sport of their land. Qatari World Cup Organizing Committee CEO Nasser El Qatar said alcohol is not part of our culture. Uh, last week. However, Qatari government officials reportedly began to push back on this. They first demanded that outdoor beer tents be moved to less visible locations, a demand with which FIFA and organizers seemingly complied. They probably said, yeah, that figures. We kind of assumed you were going to push it a little further. Uh, The request conveyed by a government-adjacent organizing committee reportedly came from the Qatari royal family. So then, with less than a week to go, with all the tickets purchased and all the fans' money in their pocket, they pushed it a step further and said, following discussions between host country authorities and FIFA, a decision has been made to focus the sale of alcoholic beverages on the FIFA Fan Festival, other fan destinations and licensed venues, removing sale points of beer from Qatar's FIFA World Cup 2022 stadium perimeters. There's no impact to the sale of Bud Zero, which will remain available at all Qatar's World Cup stadiums. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can I just say, might I just say that America <laughs> thinks that people that like the American flag are right-wing extremist, conservative extremists. Welcome to Qatar. You want to talk about conservative actual. extremism. <laughs> extremism. <laughs> Man, this is like straight up China. Yeah. So, yeah. You got to download the app that tracks everything you do and can get any information off your phone and you can't drink. Uh, why would anybody or you're probably going to gonna get hung? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think when everybody's been saying for the last four years or however long it's been announced, this is a terrible idea. I mean, day one, here we are. This is a terrible idea. Totally terrible. I, idea. I mean, I guarantee everybody's passport is just in one big lockbox right now. <laughs> no kidding. Yep. Those people got bait and switch. They're like, it's our chance. We can have some Budweiser. I'm well, so excited. So they did do that to their workers. They they called uh they called on workers from India and things like that. And then as soon as they showed up, they took their passport. So basically you can't leave, and then oh. you can leave when we we let you, which you know, to the tune of one dead worker a day isn't exactly the place you want to be when somebody else has your passport. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying. The, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I've heard stories of them hiring contractors, and as soon as you get over there, they take your passport, and then you're essentially slave labor. And ta-da! Here's a brand new soccer stadium. Uh, then there's this scandal 
There was a tweet that came out that said exclusive Qatar bribed eight Ecuadorian players, 7.4 million to lose the opener. Five Qatari and Ecuador insiders confirmed this. We hope it's false. Five. We hope sharing this will affect the outcome. The world should know, blah, blah, blah. This either turned out to be bullshit or Ecuador double crossed them because Ecuador won the match 2-0. Pretty hard to lose on purpose when the other team can't fucking score. Uh, Qatar has already been facing massive criticism for its human rights violations, inhumane treatment of migrant workers, and constructing stadiums for sport, strict regulations like no drinking, no revealing clothes in compliance with Islamic laws. Oh, I bet that wasn't in the pamphlet. For (laughs) visitors and inadequate facilities to accommodate tons of soccer fans. I'm not going to, it's not football. I'm not going to say that. Many fans who have landed in the country to watch FIFA have taken to social media platforms to complain about the harsh conditions in Qatar. Well, wouldn't you know it? They paid a zillion dollars. <laughs> Did you see those rail cars? They have the athletes living in. They mm-hmm. just have like a town of rail cars with doors on them. And they're like little apartments. Uh, BBC's so Rhea Conan in a tweet said that they spent the night at a fan village and guests slowly checking in to find they can't buy drinking water without a wristband. It's 30 degrees near a shop, an hour walk. No one knows where the wristbands are. We're told the festival is meant to kick off at 630. 30 degrees is 86. So it was already already 86. No water, no wristbands to get the water. Total mess. Shit show. You know what I think? I think this Qatari royal family and all the people in charge over there are so rich. They have no idea what normal people even need or would yeah. use like water, like how much water or what kind of accommodations. I don't know. Let I live in a fucking cake, palace. Right? <laughs> let them eat cake. Exactly. This uh, is a real, this is so a real bad. let them eat cake moment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We'll just Yikes. give them wristbands. They don't know where to get the wristbands. <laughs> Yep, they got that from Disney, I bet. Mm. Oh, you guys wanted water? Oh, oh water. Wait, you Gosh, didn't bring no. any? No, you said we couldn't bring any. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, oh, well, I guess you probably, what, what, like every day you're going to want <laughs> this? This is the least surprising thing ever, though. I mean, ever. whether it's the Olympics or the World Cup, it's always some shit show, crazy, like, corrupt country that gets it. It's like Russia when the Olympics was in Russia. It's it's Sochi. Yeah, when when these countries get it, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. At so the same the time, I wouldn't want the World Cup to be in my hometown or the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be an absolute shit show. Oh, the man. athletes don't have a choice. But who the hell buys tickets to this kind of a thing? Who is like, oh, I'll be that guinea pig. Sign me up. Let's make history. <laughs> yeah. Let me go to the the sports Fuck version no. of Firefest. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. It's like maybe I'll make it out alive. Oh. I have some good news. Uh, The Goonies house has been listed for sale in Oregon for $1.65 million. Hmm. How much? $1.65 million. That's a beautiful, that's a beautiful area, Astoria, Oregon. Yep. The cinematic home, which is located in Astoria, Oregon, has been listed for $1.65 by a licensed real estate broker. It was originally built in 1890. Two-story home, recently remodeled. I saw pictures of the inside. It's really nice. Four-bedroom, two-bathroom, 1,900 square feet. Includes a family room, a bay window, integrated living room, and an unfinished basement. Oh, you got to finish that basement. According to the John L. Scott listing, the updated kitchen has been outfitted with quartz countertops, you know, appliances. It's nice. 
The seller has put her heart and soul into this home over the last 21 years. They told Fox Business whether a buyer wants to make it a movie replica or maintain the current iconic historical design. The seller just wants whoever purchases the property to have the home put a smile on their face every time they think about owning it. Yeah. If you buy this place, you better know what the Goonies is and you better appreciate it. You better mm-hmm. you better tell people I, I live in the Goonies house. Like that better be a big deal to you or you can't it's, buy this that house. That seems low. That's like the average home price here in Denver. It's crazy how much houses it's are. It's a yeah, story that... at Oregon, though. Like, oh, how close is that to Portland? Like, you know, it's like it's you a know. ways. It's just right like on the on tip. Fire. Just the tip. <laughs> it's the tip of Oregon. You're right on the you're right on the ocean. So, but there's just probably not a whole bunch of economy there. Oh yeah, there is that that scene at the end that those like right. rock faces and hey mm. guys. <laughs> Or we should probably What's his go name there. That? Maybe some, the neighborhood. Some sucks Dan out. Campbell guy. Hey, you guys. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> hey, you guys. Crazy that they elected him to Senate. That is wild. This maybe that should be. Later. Well, I'll, it'll be sold before we get there, but maybe that could be our second HQ. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do some obligatory hockey talk, Angela? This is the part of the show when I bring you the latest goings on in the world of NHL hockey to hopefully convince you to watch it sometimes at first and then all the time. The New New Jersey (laughs) Devils have won 11 games in a row. The New Jersey Devils have won 11 games in a row. I knew I could say that better. It's actually 12 now. (laughs) Oh, that's a lot. I know. (laughs) That's a lot in the hockey. It is a lot in the hockey. Yes. I also learned that Regina Pat star Connor Bedard is the first Western Hockey League player in a decade to record a 20 point game, a 20 game point streak in back to back seasons. Unsurprisingly, the 17 year old is on a tear to start off his third junior hockey season prior to this game on Thursday versus Winnipeg. He had already collected 43 points in 20 games. He recorded his 44th point just 10 seconds into the game. Netting a goal past ice goaltender Carter Prasovsky. Uh, his 45th point came just, you know, a little bit later in the first period. He reached 46 with a secondary assist uh, for some Russian guy who I'm not going to butcher his name. He's failed to notch a point in only one game so far this season. Um, they opened the season on October 23rd. Oh, so, I mean... If your hockey team isn't very good, you should be hoping that they lose all the games to get this kid. What, he's going to be drafted at 18 next year? Is that the deal? Yeah, that'll wow. be totally sick crazy. Everyone will be clamoring for him. Blackhawks need a tank for him. Yeah! Give me something to cheer for. Hell who's yeah. The kid, who's the kid that Toronto drafted a few years ago who was supposed to be the next Sidney Crosby? He had a normal name like Anderson or something. Whoa. <laughs> can't remember like a name um, you you've heard before not like a chuck or a Savatsel. yeah mir jaeger <laughs> mario yeah, lemieux Jager. yeah yeah i haven't watched a lot of hockey yet i've only caught a couple periods but i yeah. did see heather tweeting about hockey that warmed my heart she yes. was bitching about the penguins was. that's awesome so I see some sports guys, passion um See what happened last week. What a little um, feat that Ovechkin pulled off. <laughs> Not the best, but it happened. And he was um, he he injured two players in one game. 
like you, but with his, with his slap shot, like with his shot actually. And so um, we'll back it up a little bit, but it was during the same power play. He injured two guys during the same power play. The first guy, Eric Cernak, this was when they played the lightning, you guys. So um, it hit his shot, hit him in the ankle area. And so he like limped off the ice and then um, Mikhail Sergachev got hit by one of his shots in the elbow and he folded like an envelope, like boom, just dropped him right on the ice. And then, so that happened like in the same, I don't know, same three minute time period. (laughs) So it's like, don't, you don't run on Yachty and you don't block a shot from Ovi ever. (laughs) Don't do it. Oh, that, so that one hurt for so long. A mm-hmm. milestone. Yeah, it's I can't. A I mean, those we got to we got to start making some bets, Eric, or I'm not ever going to watch it. Make it. That's the only, you know, that's how I got into college basketball. I said the I only need to way make, I'm a, make some bets bet and on. pick a team. Well, here's the good yep. one for you. Uh, Kyle Connor from Winnipeg. He had a hat trick um, against the Ducks and he had uh, this last shot was a game winner. That was kind of exciting and interesting. And Can we like pick the, the Minnesota? Minute, it's like a buzzer beater is like oh. in the final minute of the game. So that was exciting. That's Can exciting. We... Doesn't that excite you? Chris? Yes. That you Can we pick the exciting? Minnesota Wild? Who do we pick? I don't know. No. Who's your we'll team, Angela? Around. We definitely oh, need to You don't coach. want to bet on my team. Who, who you can is bet on my team? Just I'm a Blackhawk fan. I'm a Detroit uh, Red Wing fan. I like Penguins. I like Bruins. I I like the Kraken. Um, I don't know. Team I'm I'm a on. I'm a team player person. I'm like a player person. How about you, uh, John? Blackhawks Black all the way. Yeah, yeah. I can't root for well, anything right. from Chicago. I just Nathan McKinnon plays for the Avalanche, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Yeah, and he. Um, I won a lot of money on Nathan McKinnon last year. He's got 21 year, assists already this year. Wow. Did you know that? I think Coach wants to try the – I think Coach wants to be a fan He's of the He's definitely going to want to be part of this choosing a yeah. team conversation. Maybe yeah, we have a couple. His team Maybe has to be professional. Well, we, I think we're allowed to be uh, – I can be a fan of whoever the fuck I want to be a fan yeah. of. Yep. You're free agent. That's why I like You're an American. Yeah, 50 <laughs> stars and 13 team bars. Team America. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, so – Maybe I'm. How is the Wild good, Angela? The Minnesota Wild. Well, nobody's good right now. It's the beginning of the season, so I mean, are you going to try the to New Jersey Devils bet on good. somebody all year round? Or are you going to? No, I just want. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick a team, and that's who I'm going to be a fan of. Oh, I don't know. You should have some kind of an attachment to it. Do Do you yeah. have an attachment to them? Yeah, the Edmonton I'm just going to tell you to be a are Vegas you wild. Fan. I'm wild. You're wild. I'm, <laughs> I'm wild. That's awesome. Wild, you wild. They're your team, it's man. Fucking Minnesota. I mean, don't they play <laughs> hockey in Minnesota? Yep. That's their thing, right? I've seen Miracle. Oh. That's their thing. They do play hockey in Minnesota. They do. I've, I've always been a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, so I can just oh, with them. I think Minnesota is a She's a Penguins fan. Yep. Is that why yeah. you're being a Penguins fan? No, no, no. that goes back to middle school. Yeah. Oh, it yep. does. I used to stay up Those late on cool school nights watching playoff I, games. If we were all, if we were all fans, or a few of us are fans of the same team, then a trip out there is like in the discussion. I've heard Pittsburgh well, is a beautiful city. 
I've heard what? nothing but wonderful no, things about it. It's, it's not. <laughs> yeah, John, jump in here. Yep. Uh, you're well it's traveled. Not. It's a wonderful, beautiful city. A gem, if you will. A jewel well, of the East to Chicago, Coast. and we're trying not to go there. <laughs> Figure no. it out. Yeah, it, Pittsburgh's... Uh, I mean, they would love to tell you that. They would say, we're not industrial anymore. We're getting more into tech and stuff. But it's like, okay, well, you're still, you know, in the middle of one of the weirdest states in the union. <laughs> Let's be yeah. practical about this. Where does you got Elio West Virginia live? on one side. Maybe Tampa Bay fans <laughs> and go visit and Elio and go to <laughs> Is that going to work? Yeah, that makes more sense, doesn't it? I don't it? mean to crap on Pittsburgh. Yeah. I've just been there once, and uh, nothing to write home about. I think well, if you go to a game in Morgantown, you actually fly into Pittsburgh. That would be where you fly into. Yeah, that makes sense. Chris, yeah. where does Elio live? We should be. He, we should be. A Elio Tampa lives fan. in South Florida, so yep. I'm not sure. Well, I could probably. Uh, I could That's do some so South Florida. He's always remember. on the beach. I bet George Miami Pickens would have caught that fucking pass. We could go to South Florida. <laughs> as long as we don't go to Memphis, Tennessee. A Memphis woman says uh, she met a man on Tinder who carjacked her at gunpoint and later tried to sell her the vehicle for $500. The oh incident God. happened nearly a year ago, but Elijah Darius Scott, 25, was booked in the Shelby County Jail. On to, sorry, Elijah Darius Scott, 25, a real piece of shit. I like to say that's that worse, about these people. That's worse when the, than when they make you try to pay for your own meal. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Or we had a guy in the Milwaukee area. I saw a news story about he would dine and dash. He would go out. He would go out to dinner with girls from Tinder and then he'd just <laughs> bail. He'd finish his food like, and run. I had to go to the bathroom. It yeah. doesn't come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, by the way, that's also one of the best episodes of that 70s show when they all <laughs> Kelso invites everybody out <laughs> and then he dines and dashes and, oh and his girlfriend says he always does that. That's just what he does every time. <laughs> it's a classic. It is. This incident. Unfortunately, he took it a little further than dinner. He was booked in the Shelby County Jail on Tuesday on charges of carjacking and aggravated robbery and employment of a firearm during a dangerous felony. <clears throat> a dangerous <What>? felony. <clears throat> the victim told police she met a man she knew only as Darius on Tinder, and the two agreed to meet on a Madrid Avenue in Binghamton. Normal enough. She said when she got there, Scott got into the passenger seat of her car, put a gun to her side, demanded her phone and money, and threatened to shoot her. You know, like you do. The, <laughs> the victim told police she panicked, jumped out of the car. She said Scott then drove away in her 2007 Kia Rondo. She said he also <laughs> took her iPhone, purse, and $50. Wait a the minute. reported the crime to police department and said about Your five Kia hours Rondo? later, Scott sent her a text message offering to sell the car back to her. But he had the cell phone. That's what I was just going to say. If he took the phone, how the hell did she get the message? Uh, how did she get it? Did he text her mom or something? <laughs> Well, if she's got a, a a MacBook, then it probably showed up on her MacBook or something. I, I think yep, we're she really iPhone really glossing over the fact that we think that he thought a Kia Rondo with probably three hundred seventy five thousand miles is worth five hundred bucks. We're worth stealing like a full in the tank first of gas. Place. It was Didn't like it was worth in the stealing Kia in the Rondo. first place. Like I was when I heard Kia Rondo, my opinion of the whole story changed. Like, oh gosh, yeah. You'd think he'd get in the Kia Rondo and he'd be like, all right, this ain't the one. I'm going to just go. 
I'm going to just go have a burger and some fries and come home. And, and maybe ditch. next time she'll have an accord or something. That's like minimal theft auto instead of grand oh theft auto. <laughs> she was probably upside down in there. He fucking did her a favor. <laughs> Stop fucking complaining. Off. We're all, all of us at that age. With that don't make those wish our shit got stolen. Oh, Kia Rondo sounds like a damn Disney movie. Kia Rondo. It sounds like the fifth wide receiver on the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it, it sounds does. like Rajon Rondo's even bitchier little brother. <laughs> he only plays in the and one tour because he can't quite cut it. <laughs> oh my god. Guitar. He can only play guitar. Oh, too much. <laughs> this story is wild uh, from NC State. Former NC State football player arrested and charged with stalking coach Dave Doran. Former hey, he's from NC my State. alma mater. He was a coach oh. at NIU. NIU After about seven Huskies. heart attacks. Go Huskies. I Hope think. he's doing okay. Former NC State football player Joseph Bulpatelli was arrested this week and charged with misdemeanor stalking and communicating threats to Wolfpack head coach Dave Doran, according to the Wake County records. The arrest stems from a tweet reportedly sent by Boltapatelli, 22, that said, quote, I'm going to get him. I promise Dave Doran and the rest. He was part of the 2018-2019 NC State football team before transferring to Maryland. Something had to have happened there. He was also charged with resisting arrest when, with investigators saying he pulled away from officers who attempted to handcuff him. Uh, he was arrested in Raleigh and according to reports from WRAL investigators said on several occasions was seen near Doran's place of work and had sent numerous text messages threatening Doran and other staff members. So, you know, we just had that shooting at mm-hmm. Virginia tech. This no. whole thing is quite a powder keg right now. You're sending, I mean, he's stalking the guy. So he was clearly planning to do something to him. Yeah, they're not screwing around anymore. No, no. I'm not sure. That's messed up. Whitney. It's actually somewhat similar to a plot line in the movie script I'm writing, but how can you not let that go? It's been six years, bud. Four years, bud. (laughs) What what you've been doing? That's probably why they're taking it seriously, because (laughs) they're like, wait a minute, this is old news. He must be serious. Yeah, yeah what have you been doing? Just stewing about that like some kind of homicidal Uncle Rico? Yeah. <laughs> like if he would have just put me in, in the fourth quarter, I wouldn't be murdering him right now. <laughs> Take it easy. Why are you? Why don't you take that bachelor's degree and go learn how to? Yeah. I don't know. Assemble refrigerators. I don't know. Do something. Go to Devry. It's got to be pretty scary if you're a coach because across the board, coaches are not known for being the nicest people on earth and especially college coaches. I mean, there's a lot of yelling, screaming, name calling, uh, stuff like that. And if, if you get to really be worried about some people coming out of the woodwork that you screamed at, it's got to be a little bit of a nerve wracking feeling. Yeah. And you're yeah. so accessible too. I mean, yeah, there's so many opportunities for sneak attacks and God knows what Stevie Nicks is trending on Twitter. I'm wondering why. Don't I'm just seeing a bunch me. of pictures of her. I did see a picture Uh-oh. of her with Taylor Swift. And if people are comparing Taylor Swift to Stevie Nicks, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, 
We're going to trigger Swift's. a gold dust woman moment for Coach when he hears this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Should we do some uh, college football before we get out of here? I have no idea what's happening in the world of college football, but I do know Alabama probably not making the playoff, right, John? Mm, no. No, slice of humble pie. But neither is Tennessee after they just got waxed yesterday. That one was weird. Uh, no, no. I, I'm i interested to see who comes from the Big Ten. But yeah, Georgia is a wagon. Yeah. They lost a pile of players to the draft. Yeah. yeah, And, and that's a team that Saban said was a, a rebuilding year. So I don't know what he's going to call this year. <laughs> <laughs> the restructuring year. Yeah. Fortification. Uh, that sounds good, right? Fortification. Yeah. After Josh McDaniels gets sacked by the, the Raiders, I'm sure he'll be a nice offensive coordinator for them. I wonder when. <laughs> That's he a prediction. Could, Get it on the board. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really fire him until, well, I don't know, until you can fire him and oh. not pay him because you're still paying John Gruden. So you can't pay John Gruden, <laughs> Josh McDaniels, get, and the that new didn't coach. Get frozen. Isn't that pending litigation? And I'm sure Gruden's just got every lawyer possible uh, fighting for his cause. But yeah, I guess I didn't think of that. I figured once everything came out because supposedly he was fired with cause, I'm sure I'm sure Vegas isn't paying him right now. I'm sure it's just mm-hmm. accruing interest of a uh, theoretical payout, but it's probably not going to happen. He is reportedly still owed $40 million by Davis per Ian Rappaport. And the two sides are working towards a settlement. So hmm. um, he still had $40 million in guaranteed money at the time of his resignation. So on paper, he resigned. I wonder yeah. if that means they don't have to pay him or that's what they're arguing about. What do you mean? I wonder if that means that's exactly what they're arguing. That's right. I forgot he resigned. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yep. So whatever that terminology. I don't know how mean. you can resign. Uh, for cause. I mean, I guess because he admitted fault um, and then still expect to get paid. Bold move. I'm rooting for him, though, because I feel like I feel like he was uh, shrapnel there. And, and while what he said wasn't great, it just seemed like that came out out of nowhere. And they <laughs> just marched him That's out. Like, and- what do we not know about this? Like, what else is there? Like, how? How is it? What other emails are there? Right. Mm-hmm. John Gruden's the only one saying this stuff. I don't think so. My problem isn't so much that, you know, I don't think he got railroaded. I just think he's not the only guy. And there's some kind of reason that he's the only guy we know about. I think he's, he's got lawyers working on that too. He's going to end up breaking even. He's going to get this 40 million and hand it over to his lawyers. Yikes. (laughs) All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We truly do appreciate it. We encourage you to tell your friends, share the show on social media. Maybe send us one of those five-star reviews. Head over to Patriot Sports Now, the greatest website of all time. We're always posting podcasts or blogs or live streams, and uh, that's where you'll find the links to those. Come hang out with us every Saturday and Sunday morning. There's also a forum on the website. We can talk about all things sports or sports adjacent. So much cool stuff on the way. So much room for activities. Time to watch yet another football game. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. 
We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.